before anybody could even show it, we had an offer for nearly twenty five hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So almost was that a sight unseen or sight unseen? So I'm always worried about yeah. sight unseen because yeah. then if a tenant gets in there, they complain, and then like it, yeah. the hype is already gone, and you know they're going to regret their decision. But like he reassured me, it's fine. He knows the building. He's coming from the states, and um, I've done a couple of those during COVID, but I, yeah. I make them sign a sort of a waiver liability because you know ultimately I use my my best, you know. So to, you don't get sued, right? Yeah. So I get yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really I get it. The Toronto real estate market is confusing. Whether you're a new or experienced investor or just looking for a home to raise your family in, join us at Broadview Table Talks as you sit around the table with my friends and talk about the real estate and the ever-changing market in Toronto. All right, guys. Welcome to another edition of Broadview Table Talks uh, podcast. We're episode four. And uh, today we're talking about the rental market because Exciting. I predicted this a while ago. If you check my Instagram, I'm pretty sure, or yeah. somewhere, yeah. Uh, I said that the rental market's going to be on fire. Uh, three months ago, we said this at the beginning of the year when the interest rates started rising. And I have a... A theory of why that's happening, but uh, anyway, we'll talk about that later as we get into the episode. Kayvon is our leasing specialist on the team. He handles all the leases, uh, and he represents tenants. So basically, right. it doesn't cost the tenant anything to work with them, but it's way more efficient to have somebody on your side. So Kayvon is working an underrepresented market where, you know, a lot of people don't want to do rentals at the end of the day because no. it's not much money to be frank, right. and it's a lot of volume you have to do in order to make a a decent living. So Kwan's awesome at this. He's got a great process down. He knows how to package up uh, a tenant application properly and get it accepted to the landlord, obviously without lying, obviously with being ethical. As honest as possible. As honest. <laughs> yeah. no honest as possible. It's either no. you're honest or you're honest, not honest. Yeah. So he does it in an honest way. Yeah. Um, and he just knows how to work the, the landlord scene and talk to landlords properly and get the right required documents and, and make sure it gets done. On top of that, he's efficient in doing showings and he gets to know what the client wants, what the tenant wants and finds a place for them. So thanks for doing what you're doing. We need that uh, leasing yeah. specialist. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk yeah. about your experience. What's happening today? Well, the, it's becoming more and more obvious. The market, as you said, is just like super hot. It's crazy. Um, you know, we, we were able to do bookings before and, and take our time to, to make to the showings. And now we do bookings. And, uh, you know, if, if we're not on top of it, it's it's we get notifications that you know um, showing canceled or you know notifications for like one two three even more offers. So by bookings, yeah. you mean basically as you're gathering up, uh, like you talk to the tenant and you find out their profile, find out what they're looking for, you find a criteria, you look on MLS or wherever else you're looking for properties. That's right. You you request them ahead of time with appointments and you book them uh, so that you're in schedule and you kind of like see three or four or five or ten properties at the same time. Yeah, all sequentially. So that's what you're talking about. You book the appointment and then all of a sudden it gets canceled because it's leased out. That's right. Yeah. So and that's happening right now. Yeah, right? exactly. And uh, I basically have to almost coach my clients now to be uh, a lot more on top of, of their game. Like, you know. Getting the information uh, ready. Yeah, get the information ready. As a landlord, and, yeah. we represent landlords, as you know. And uh, what actually happens is when we see a package that's put together sloppy, sloppy yeah. it looks bad on the tenant too because it's a reflection mm -hmm. of how they put things together. That's right. When you present yourself, you want to present yourself nicely. Have all your rental uh, rental application, your credit information, your employment, past uh, rentals, and all that, and the actual offer itself without any mistakes. Yep, right. And that's like so simple, and have it nice and uh, neat PDF, and it's kind of just organized. Yeah. Um, so that's happening now. We actually had a listing recently, right, Neil? Yeah, yeah. We just had one, and it, it went crazy. Well, we do a lot of listings, but the, uh, the yeah. listing that we have was not one. one we listed one for Peter. Yeah. Yeah, the recent one. So we listed, mm -hmm. it's a 475 square foot. Actually, tell us. Again, yeah, 475 square feet. So it, it's it's fairly one small. Bedroom. Yeah. Uh, it's a one bedroom, uh, downtown core, but so it, has a, it has a pretty big balcony space, which is kind of cool. 
um, no, no parking. So we already put it for 2300 And um, before anybody could even show it, we had an offer for nearly 2500 yeah. 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 That's crazy. So almost was that a sight unseen or? Sight unseen. So I'm always worried about yeah. sight unseen because yeah. then if the tenant gets in there, they complain and then like it, yeah. the hype is already gone and you know, they're going to regret their decision, but like he reassured me it's fine. He knows the building. He's coming from the States and um, I've done a couple of those during COVID, but I, yeah. I make them sign a sort of a waiver liability because you know, ultimately I use my, my best, you know, so to, you don't get sued, right? Yeah, so I get yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's actually really smart. What do you do yeah. for that? Do you like go for them? Like, uh, yeah, we do, do video. video. I do video, and uh, you know, basically, I I, I kind of prep the camera on the floor, show them the dimensions, make sure that I Amazing. I, I get them as much uh, you know video feedback as I can, because Full you know, it, but ultimately, yeah. it is it's it's much better. You know, I always recommend the client if. If you can come and actually be physically there, that is the best. Because they're going to be living there at the end of the day. It's not like an investment where somebody else is going to be living there. They're going to be living there. So they got to make sure it's... You get a vibe. As soon as they get into the lobby, it's for you or it's not for you. You know, know, a lot of people always say, like, uh, how do you pick places? Like, you just... You gotta, you just know, you know what I mean? You just see it when you fall in love with it. Whatever. whatever. Okay, so let's get the stats out of the way. Um, The rental market from this June to last, the previous June, so that's last month. We're looking at the overall prices, right? It went up by guess. Just anybody take a guess how much price uh, year over year? Year over year. Um, well, there was a recovery from COVID, but let's say so it's not really like somewhere same. six eight percent maybe more than that. More than that. More than that. Wow. I was thinking like twelve to fifteen percent. No, it's twenty one point nine percent. So if you're wondering where okay. I'm getting this information from, it's from Urban Nation. They look at uh, MLS. They look at other. Um, um, purpose-built rentals and things like that, but 21.9% year-over-year price growth, and we're looking at month-over-month month from May to June oh, here this we go. year, here. Yeah. 4.7%. Yeah. That's 5% it went up. And, uh, you know, that's month-over-month month is not a really good accurate stat, right? But, like, that's huge. Yeah. It truly shows how fast everything shifts. Yeah, yeah really very does. fast. <laughs> Especially, and, and I saw that shift, and people are very unprepared. Like, they come, you know, and they want, this and that for that price and i say to them well you know you don't have to believe me we can set you up on you know i use collab a lot uh you know your favorite ken (laughs) (laughs) but um you know it's it's a it's a great tool for uh managing one's self expectations you know if if what they want is not available within the price points that they're searching then you know you don't have to believe me it's just gonna it's all there yeah it's all there for you you know so then okay so we're looking at gta condo rents so that's everything in terms of like freehold purpose-built rental uh, and condo um, an average price right now of twenty six thirty seven for GTA condo rents, and they've oh. risen up ten point five percent since the end of twenty twenty one. So that's December thirty first, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, and it surpassed pre pandemic peak of Q three twenty nineteen, which is twenty two thousand four hundred eighty one dollars by sixty three percent. So we're up ten and a half percent since the end of last year. That's right. Right uh, since the beginning of the year, really, and twenty one point nine percent year over year. That's crazy. And an average price of twenty three sixty seven, that's nuts. It used to be twenty four hundred, yeah. And that's why sight unseen, we got eight percent higher than what the mm-hmm. asking price was, which was historically pretty good. Yeah. And we're seeing competitive offer, multiple bids. Yeah. And I'm I'm just trying to wonder right now. It's it's always a guessing work, but you know, is it is it lack of inventory or is it Absolutely the uh, mandates of so, uh, immigrations that are coming in? As all you of it, know, all, you know, all of it so is impacting this. Yeah. I wish I could show you the slide. Maybe I'll bring it up on screen when we uh, before we post this video. If you're watching on YouTube. But you could see the average price here. It just kind of goes like this, right? Yeah. And um, the surplus or the inventory 
uh, here's what it went months of supply. So it was like this wow. during the pandemic when everybody wanted to leave Toronto and the city. Yeah. And then now it's back way down, right? Yeah. So I'm looking at these two numbers here. Maybe we'll pull it up on the yeah, so I mean, COVID uh, obviously impacted the market originally. The prices went crazy down because Airbnb took a crap. And an it wasn't just Airbnb though. Airbnb was only like seven thousand yeah. units or so. Yeah, you know. Um, but I think what the hell's going on out there? Man? I don't know. It looks like an escort. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're passing. Okay, whatever. Anyway, anyway, so yeah, it was it was well. I mean, that helped with it, you know. And then uh, well, and then you know the mandates from the government, yeah. you know, four hundred thousand plus, uh, you know, immigrate. Um, Man, yeah, and I think at the end of the day, every, everybody wants to leave the city because they wanted more space, right? Yeah. For the same price, why wouldn't you go? And everybody's working from exactly. home and all that. Yeah. But now that, you know, this peak rental season when everybody wants to be downtown, when it's nice outside, there's yeah. so many things yeah. to do. It's nuts. And so people are coming back, I find. I'm, I'm, I'm almost afraid, like some of the clients, I actually warned them ahead of time. I'm saying, you know, I'm good at what I do, but you better be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got to know that, right? Because like, yeah. you know, um, you're actually, I should look at your stats, but the percentage of repeat business so far hasn't been that high. No. Because I mean, I guess, you know, you're not new, but like, you know, it's not like they keep coming back because it happens once it's a year. It's mostly the, uh, the right? ones that came in and that didn't know Toronto. They kind of right. found a spot for a year and now they re they, they kind of got their footing and they know what's going on. Now they want to move to a either bigger place or something. Right, right, right. So uh, what I'm trying to say is that it's all new people. Yeah. And they don't really know you yet. So how can they really trust you if they don't really yeah. know you? You know what I mean? They don't know who you yeah. are. So um, anyway, that's, that's you're doing good at what you do. Um, so that's awesome. I think it's in the delivery. I deliver it so straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh my God, this guy must know. I mean, it's and just no it's simple. Of I mean, you know, at the end of the day, if they're not no. following your process, don't take them. That's exactly it. Like I, I used to want to help everyone. And then it's I hard. realized I can't, I can't, you know, yeah. especially if they're not trying to, you know, I'm like, help, help me help you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, anyways. So anyway, you're running around like crazy, finding places, getting offers rejected, uh, competing with multiple offers. Yeah. I find that, that that's the issue right now um, because it's so hard to buy a place now yeah. because interest yeah. rates are going higher. Yeah. Um, the affordability is shrinking because interest rates are higher. So, because the stress tests and all they that stuff. They can't qualify the same. Can't qualify. Yikes. Yeah. Right. Appraisals are coming down because of that. The market's coming down. Um, so, there's those, not no those. inventory for people selling. Yeah. So, no one wants to sell. So, yeah. it just basically shrinks the supply and demand, right? Yeah. At the end of the day. Um, so, but at the end of the day, people have to need somewhere to live. Yeah. And, and that's I'm, the issue. And I'm actually seeing people spending like, you know, big money on rent. Right. Which in the normal market, I'd be like, why aren't, why aren't you buying? This is a mortgage. Well, you know, yeah, they don't that's a question. Yeah, Why exactly. aren't you buying, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess a lot of people don't have the capacity to put that down payment. The down payment, right? exactly. But they also have to think that you don't have to put 20% down. Everybody thinks they have to put 20% yeah, down. You that, don't have to do that. That's the thing I keep trying to explain to people. It's like, um, do you even know how much buying power you really have? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's why you got to talk to a mortgage broker and get qualified ahead of time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you can do that as low as 5% down. There's RSPs. There's a first-time home buyer assistance. Now there's a first-time home buyer saving plan or something. Mm -hmm. So I forgot how much money we could put down, but at least like maybe 100 and something grand they can help you with. Yeah, we keep we keep throwing this number around in each it. podcast. <laughs> yeah, we got to put it up there. <laughs> yeah, for first-time buyers. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so people are shifting away from buying because they can't get in. So they're going to renting. And That's right. If you want to live in Toronto, right? And yeah. for the 450,000 people coming to Canada... Majority of them are coming to a big city just because that's where the jobs are. That's right? it. If your company yeah. like, I don't know, KPMG, Microsoft, whatever, just name some random companies out there. The talent pool is downtown. Yep. They're not going to want to start a company like a big high rise in 
I don't know, name some small town. I don't want to name know. a small town because I don't want to single anybody out here. <laughs> Barry? Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but anyway, you know what I mean? Like big offices, big companies aren't going to these small towns because no, there's no not. talent pool. Yeah. I'm afraid to even have an office for our office in Midtown yeah. where I live because I know people like Neil won't come down here. <laughs> yeah, we I'll need be you. work yeah. from home. We need, we need you can <laughs> see the demographic you know I mean? depending on the area. Like I live in... I guess Young and Bloor area, Young and Davenport. I mm-hmm. used to call that Midtown, but I don't think it's Midtown <laughs> anymore. It's Everybody, yeah, most people like, you know, some like in, in a building like mine where there are units that come up for rent, but they want to be downtown in the core. They want to yeah. be in the mix, you know, either in the East End, Liberty Village, or the distillery, or literally in the entertainment district, you know. And why is that? Towers that of name? power down there, man. But you know? uh, why do people want to be in downtown? Your experience, yeah. I think commute I mean, maybe might be one of the things. No, yeah. No. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like it's a younger is a big scene, part. and they want to be able to have access to energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Like I, I can. We are one of the that. fastest growing cities in North America. I mean, it's, it's, it's a big going city. Nuts, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think in Canada, it's the biggest. Well, I don't think yeah. it is the biggest city in Canada. Yeah. And if you want to be in Canada, which there's several reasons for that. Why wouldn't you want to be in Toronto? I think we're more hyped than Vancouver, to be very honest. Oh, for sure. Morning. Absolutely. It's like a mini uh, New York up here. It's the know, economic sorry, engine yeah. of Canada, like hands yeah. down. Yeah. So that's <laughs> where all the jobs are. But yeah, Neil, talk about why you want to be downtown. I mean, yeah, community is a big part. You want to be in that whole, that big mixing pot of everything, entertainment, food, all your friends. Like, yeah. why not, yeah. right? People so, dating, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's part <laughs> of yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So as the demand is stronger and stronger, I think that uh, people are coming back downtown and as they're moving to the country, they're going to come downtown. Yeah. So K1s are specialists in leasing and it just sucks that it's kind of really competitive out there. So what are you going to do to pivot? Uh, Like I said, you know, uh, the the whole thing is to be organized, you know, victory loves preparation. So it's about getting your documents in order. Uh, You know, obviously it's, definitely advantageous to you for you to have a job (laughs) if you don't have a job you know i do a lot of students uh you better have a good co-signer or some nice parents they're gonna take care of you uh you know i've i've done many leases where you've put a whole year up front for their kids yeah it's nuts so i tell all my peers in this industry that are landlords as well too and some of my clients i actually don't prefer people that put one year up front i'd rather them have a good job where if it's verified right and that's that's like a job is like everything to some people yeah. you know what i mean like that's their source of income without it then like yeah. it's part of your life if you mess up on your rental and you get sued and you go to court and yeah. you get a judgment and whatever whatever and then you go for collections you can easily garnish wages of somebody that's employed yeah as opposed mm-hmm. to an entrepreneur that just pays one year up front that's right you know what i mean so i'd rather take a, a, a well-employed person that has an established job and it's not easy to just quit like that and start their own business or whatever yeah because there's security in rental payments yeah my first question usually to the other agent is, you know, what does your client want? Is he want is he money motivated or does he want a good client? Right, because a lot of these rentals are all mom and pop owned, right? So mm-hmm. it's off like the one off landlords. Maybe they have like two properties, maybe they have like ten properties, whatever. They but want to break even or have a cash flow positive, which is almost, you know. Yeah, well, it, well, before we get that, but like the qualification, yeah. right? Like you're not looking, you're not talking to a two hundred unit apartment owner, yeah, like a, a, or or even two thousand no. building portfolio apartment owner. Right where they have their standard criteria. These are all mm-hmm. mom and pop, so every mom and pop is different. Yeah. Every individual is different, and their criteria is different. Which means that maybe they want the one year upfront. Maybe they want high rent instead of a lower rent and find a better quality tenant. Maybe they don't want somebody without pets. And legally, yes, by the way, you can choose to not have a tenant with pets. Like you choose not to accept them because they have a pet. But once they're in there with a pet, you can't kick them out. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, 
that's the question I get a lot. Um, <laughs> another so thing why. is maybe can I get one? <laughs> yeah, some, some tenants, some landlords are okay with pets, right? Because they're, they're pet lovers themselves, and or, or maybe there's a damage. Well, you're not supposed to have damage policy, but maybe they'll, you know, um, have some sort of guarantee against any damage, yeah. right? You can volunteer. That's the word. Well, yeah, you can volunteer, volunteer too, right? Volunteer. So yeah. it depends. So that's what Kevin's talking about in terms yeah. of what the landlord wants. You ask them. Yeah. That question. Yeah. And what else do you do to get leases accepted right now? Uh, well, you know, again, it's 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 out of the norm, but you know, you, you want to come off as the strongest profile, and there's people out there, you know, that basically the landlord have the pick of of you know the litter in there. You know, it's, it's just people with six digits salaries. You know, they'll make it, they'll cut it. You know, single person rather them. than a couple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we can try to strengthen this a little bit by you know again offering more yeah. first and last yeah. and a few more months. It's not you know, the norm, but you can volunteer that and it makes it kind of sort of legal. Um, yeah. That's kind of why I'm not uh, opposed to landlord and tenant boards. Like, so everybody says investing in Ontario kind of sucks because you got to follow this landlord and tenant board and the rules are heavily weighted towards the tenants. Look, though, I'm okay with it because it's a fast appreciating market and tenants should be protected because landlords are like, they have the power right now, to be honest, right? With mm-hmm. 1% vacancy, 2% vacancies, whatever the vacancy rates are now. Before pandem- the pandemic, it was less than 1% vacancy rates. Yeah. So especially in today's market, landlords have their pick in any kind of tenant. So they can basically tell them what to do, yeah. right? And even whether it's legal or not, you know. Yeah. So back to your, your, your question. I mean, you know, uh, and you mentioned this before exactly. And nobody likes to receive 30 PDFs. So yeah. I really, <laughs> m- I manicure my my the documents, you know, into a nice clean. And that's worked for me quite often where actually the agent says, you know, I picked you because you were the cleanest presentation Good. here. So Good. you do that, you do, there's a whole bunch of little things, you know. And, yeah. And little, little, even like welcome notes or whatever, video messages right. or, yeah. or, yeah. or yeah. You know, little yeah. letters. And I get a lot of uh, uh, clients that, that, that I speak with and you can tell they resist wanting to work with uh, an agent and, but they tell me, you know, I keep getting rejected. I'm like, yeah, that's because, you're, you're dealing directly with the other uh, agent and, you know, he's, you're not skilled into, you know, how to deal with this whole Have situation. Have you ever dealt with like entitled tenants where they think that just because they're paying $2,500 a month or whatever it is that they should have everything? Yeah. You ever dealt that? But, well, I, yeah, I mean, they're... Why won't the landlord accept me? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah. I get paid so much. Yeah, yeah. 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 well, it happens. I mean, it's but crazy. again, you know, the, the landlords can do what they want. And at the end of the day, it's not like the old days where you used to meet and shake hands face to face or anything like that. Right. 95% of the deals, you know, I think I do one or two out of 10 will be like, can we do a Zoom call with your, you know, landlord tenant? Right. That's kind of old school and it's kind of good because, you know, the landlord cares and the tenant, you know, and they get that relationship going already. So Yeah, yeah. sometimes that helps too. Like yeah. I've seen situations where people offer us uh, a Zoom call, a meet and greet to, to yeah. satisfy, you know, their comfort level with the yeah. tenant, right? Yeah. So that, that might help. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Like whatever you present on paper really only shows the ability to pay the rent or not. Yeah. It's, it, doesn't matter. it doesn't show them how clean they are. It doesn't show them how, you know, if they're noisy or whatever it is. It just yeah. shows them they have the ability to pay the rent. But chances are you have good credit, good job, good profile. Your other parts of your life, like how you carry yourself and how you take care of your place, clean your dishes or whatever. Yeah. It should be like organized too. Yeah. Generally, I find. Yeah. And you want somebody to represent you because, you know, you want somebody that's been in and out of these buildings day in, day out. And, you know, that's where we give you our feedbacks. Yeah. You know, there's some buildings out there that are not so desirable. We won't mention any names, but yeah. Um, It's it's all the value in working with somebody and it's free. It's the landlord that pays. And, you know, and we're not like a car dealership. It's like we don't push you or pressure you to get listings that we have on our 
roster. You know, it's we can open any door in Toronto. And it's free. And yeah, uh, yeah it's free. It's, it's well, anyway, this isn't a sales pitch for. Yeah, no, it's not a sales pitch. But I'm just explaining the process. A lot of people don't know. They keep asking me, so I usually give them a one-on-one real quick. You know. No, right. it's true. Yeah. There's a lot they of don't people know. who don't know. They how, ask. How They're works. like, "How much is your fee?" And I'm like, "There's no fee." They're like, "Is that a trick question?" No, it's not perfect opportunity for a webinar again yeah we did one already it's on youtube somewhere okay but anyway yeah. stepping back a little bit two months ago what was the market like or when was when did this market heat up like this uh it's hard to tell because it changed it's it changes so much but let's say two months ago i could still you know um have a conversation with a client um set them up they send me listings I booked them 24 hours advance notice for those that are tenanted and we could calmly go and see them yeah. now it's it's, over, yeah. No, it's not like that. Yeah, so it's it's all of a sudden shifted uh, yeah. drastically within over the last Quick. month. Quickly, last month. yeah, not even two months. Enough month, to make yeah. my head spin. I was like, "What's going on? I got to adjust here. What do we? What can I do? You know, right, to right. make this and on our aspect as like the listing people. Um, whenever I'm looking <laughs> at um, properties online, um, you can see the difference. So a couple months ago, uh, when I'm when we are giving updates to our landlords on the markets mm-hmm. and the current state, mm-hmm. like, okay, there's some new properties here. Um, stays on for like a couple weeks, few weeks. I don't know. Uh, something around that. Yeah, for rent. Yeah, for rent. Yeah, seven days, um, 10 days. And then you could see recently in the past like week or two. Two, three days. All of a sudden it's like the update is, okay, there's, there's this new property, zero days on the market, it's fresh. And the next day, oh, by the way, it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy, right? <laughs> that's, that's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's crazy. And, and we're, there's a period of time, actually, for a long time, it's been all immigrants, tech, tech workers, a lot of them, yeah. generally. Like skilled workers, skilled workers coming here. That's the yeah. word. Yeah, yeah. Skilled working. Well, but they're mostly in tech for some reason. I guess tech's the world now, anyway. Yeah, tech's where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> and your generation. Even though we're all down right now on Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, I, I found that the past little while, it's all been new immigrant coming to Canada that are skilled workers or single people, whatever, maybe their families, whatever. Um, but they're here to rent. Yeah. And yes. I find that that rental pool has been drastically increased because of that, mm-hmm. because people aren't choosing to buy anymore because they can't qualify or whatever reason, right? They can't get the mortgage. Mortgage rates are higher. Payments are higher. So that pool is just getting bigger and bigger. And it all comes down to supply and demand. Demand yeah. is so mm-hmm. strong. Supply is so low. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to rent out their places anymore or nobody has places anymore to rent out because no one's buying them as rentals anymore yeah. because pre-construction is so expensive right and pre-construction is awesome so anyway for those people that actually go back to that yeah for those people that think that pre-construction is too expensive yes it's expensive but it's not going to get any cheaper there's no way it's going to get any cheaper so you better do it now because today is going to be the cheapest that you're ever going to get it's it at. tomorrow's price yeah, right? you're buying tomorrow's yeah. price because yeah. <laughs> yeah. the the cost of the land is expensive the cost of construction materials and labor is expensive the cost of the development levies and taxes and all that that's yeah. expensive because the city's poor and they need their infrastructure and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff right and you know developers profits are there too but it's a small part of it at the end of the day it's supply and demand and it's just all like the demand sorry yeah. the cost push inflation of everything yeah. and you get a break you, you get to, to to be able to pay your down payment in, in chunks right so yeah it's an opportunity but so yeah anybody think about investing in pre-construction look at this hot rental market it's not gonna get any better you know yeah. if you look at new york for example and i keep saying this new york where no one even thinks about owning it's not even in the conversation. It's not even thinking about renting by yourself. That's a luxury on its own. It's renting with roommates is the new thing. It's nuts there, yeah. Right? We had one plus dens where, or even one bedrooms. Remember that one? uh, I don't want to say which one, but there's there's people (laughs) that want to rent where there's somebody living in the living room and then somebody living in the bedroom. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. And that's normal. Actually, I'm seeing that a lot. And that's actually 
okay, I guess. In New York, that was okay. Yeah. Right? The so, landlords have to adjust here for that, I think, you know, that sometimes, but they don't necessarily yeah. have to because of, again, they can pick who they want. They can pick who they want, but yeah. I think as the rental prices keep get pushing up, like over time, it's going to be so expensive where the demand is going to come down a bit because yeah. it's so expensive. They're going to move to other parts of the world. It doesn't have to be Canada. It could be Montreal. It could be, I mean, Toronto. It could be Montreal. It could be like Ottawa. It could be wherever, right? And, and I think the landlords are going to have to adjust and, and take whoever they get, I guess, in a sense. Almost. And, and for investors, I'm, I mean, you're more uh, professional at it, but for investors, this is kind of feeling good to know that you can buy a, an investment property pre-construction and you're going to find a tenant. Yeah, you know? it's certainly always a risk. And I think all the efficiencies of investing will yeah. shrink over time, obviously, because more people are going to get into it. But yeah, there's certainly demand out there for rentals, and no matter what size, whether it's a studio condo all the way up to like a 30,000 lease. I just saw the other day, $30,000 lease came out in the market. Yeah. So That's crazy. I did, know, a, like, I did a $10,000 one not long ago. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one at uh, mm-hmm. Bloor in Parliament somewhere. Nice. Beautiful, nice. yeah. That's that's our world. That's the market. Everyone needs somewhere to live. It's, at the <laughs> yeah. end of the day, it comes down to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Housing is one of the basic needs, and there's no surprise Housing is the largest part of the CPI basket of goods. Yeah. Right? It's like 40% by far highest of everything else. You don't need bread as much as you need housing. So, you know, it's just the way it is. I think there's going to be more owners, uh, more renters in the future. As we go further. Right? Yeah, a lot more renters. And kind of what, actually kind of like New York, like you said, there's... New York, Paris, Those London, who own, Fran, own, but everything, yeah. Hong Kong. Yeah. So the golden question then that everyone's probably thinking about, I don't know if that's on your schedule for the podcast today, but uh, <laughs> will rent prices keep going up? Yeah. Thank you for asking that. I was going to ask that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What do you think, Kevin? Do you think rental? I don't know. What was this thing up? that Doug Ford just passed? He passed a new the rental rates. Yeah, the that rental we can hike. raise so the rental can, rates. I think it's like two point five percent now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for next year. For yeah. next year. Yeah. Because yeah. so, inflation's running at seven eight yeah. percent, right? Yeah. So they're saying that uh, rental rates next year you're allowed to go two point five percent. Still yeah. not a lot of money. I do have yeah. some tenants that have asked me to can we do an older building because they're scared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like pre two thousand and nineteen. So you're talking about 2018, November 2018. 2018. That's right. Those buildings built first occupied before November 15th, 2018 are rent controlled. Ones that are occupied after are not rent controlled. So that means you can raise the rent to whatever you want after that. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Within, I guess the guidelines, you know, market, market price. No, I mean, you can't. No, no, after. You can raise a hundred percent if you want to. You can raise a thousand percent. Right. Now I'm not saying you should. Rent though, you know, like somebody who has a one plus one. No, no, no. If you want to kick somebody out, that's what you do. Oh, okay. Okay. But the thing is, if like I always tell landlords, yes, you can raise like another hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, whatever it is a month. Right. That could be like 10% or something. Right. Yeah. Don't do that because the tenant's going to get pissed off and they're going to leave. Yeah. Your cost of vacancy and cleanup and, you know. Paying us. Well, so, yeah, yeah, the cost of turnover. Yeah, right? turnover. Yeah, that's that's all there, yeah. right? And then how long is it going to take to find somebody? You're not going to find somebody the next day. You're going to have to. It's going to be like another month or two vacants of yeah. vacancies, yeah. right? Um, and there's a risk that the next tenant you're going to get is going to trash the place, or they're not going to like what the previous tenant did, and mm-hmm. they're going to ask for you know paint job or whatever it might be, right? For sure. So why have turnover? You know, I, I think in our uh, as a as a investor, the biggest thing you want is minimize vacancies, in yeah. my opinion. If so you have I a good tenant, don't be greedy. Don't mess it yeah. up. Don't mess it up. It costs you more to find somebody in you in the long term. Well, that's it, right? Yeah. So I, I usually like when tenants leave on their own based on their own life situations. Yeah. And I'm not saying I like them to leave, but I'm saying I, I, the, the way I can get rental increases is by when the tenants turn over, right? On their own, without yeah. me harassing them, without me telling them, you got to move, you got to move. Just stay in there. Just don't worry. Just stay in there as long as you want. I'll yeah. work my way around if I have to pivot another yeah. way as much as I can. Right. So I don't know. That's how it'd be as a, as a good landlord, hopefully. And 
You know what yeah. a good landlord means? What's a good landlord? What do you guys think a good landlord is? To me, a good landlord is somebody who's going to take care of its property because it's his own investment. At the end right? of the day, yeah, maintenance. Yeah. Well, slumlords, right? Yeah. Yeah. The reason why they're called slumlords is because they don't, they just treat it like a slum. They don't take care of their place. They don't maintain things. When you get that call, when your air conditioner breaks and it's 5000 bucks to replace it, go and replace that damn air conditioner. Yeah. Like, you yeah. got to do it. You have to. And that's an indication also for me when I take clients around. You walk into a place and it's a mess. It's yeah. like, do you really want to be here? Like, it doesn't look like the landlord's doing an effort to try to, you know, keep up the place for you. Yeah, for so you. when something's going to break, what's going to be like, you know? Yeah. Well, Anyways. Anyway, it's a fun game of cat and mouse between landlords and tenants. Uh, there's a benefit <laughs> for both sides, whether you want to be a mouse or a cat. I don't know. Wait, Would but no one answered the question. Bro. Where do you think rental is going to go? <laughs> well, yeah, okay. where do you think rental is going to go? Is the price going to be as it is right now? Is it going to go up? Is it going to... Is, is this the, like going to level off? Is this the level off point? Yeah. And is it going to go back down soon? Or I don't know if dropping? we've made it all the way back to pre-COVID. It's past, I, I think is it's past, past pre-COVID. pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah are we? Yeah, yeah okay. So then, pre-COVID. you know. So look, the way I look at it is that it's not going to come down. All right. It's not going to come down. You know why? Because inflation. Inflation is yeah. real. And it like not in terms of prices of things going up. It's just the, the value of our fiat currency going down mm-hmm. because of all the money printing that's happening. Yeah. So a thousand bucks today is not the worth the same as a thousand bucks tomorrow. In fact, yeah, I remember growing up. Well, not even that growing up. Like even uh, like five years ago, ten years ago, a thousand bucks was a lot of money. And now, mm-hmm. not saying it's not still not a lot of money. It still is a lot of money, but it doesn't buy you as much anymore, or a million bucks, whatever number. X well, usually price of commodity in general doesn't go down, so life is just going to get more expensive. Coffee was a f- right. the example we used to use. How much you used to pay for a coffee, and uh, how much you pay for a coffee now? On coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. No, um, it was under a dollar if I remember. I don't even, I know I don't drink coffee, but it's like what, three bucks, four bucks now for a coffee? Yeah. If, yeah. If that, yeah. Hello. At least easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think rental prices are going to come down because of inflation. I don't think rental prices are going to come down because it's harder and harder to, to have to be an owner. And there's less and less people in the rental owner, I mean, the ownership portion, yeah. so they're going to rent. Yep. And it's just a lifestyle choice. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I just, I can't see it coming down. I can't the demand yeah i mean i don't know if we you know the this is for another podcast that we want to do i think next time it's uh, <laughs> about the the crash of you know uh, the the market oh, crash. The 80s yeah the 80s or the 60s yeah and, and, and well okay so back then in the 80s or 90s rentals weren't back like from what i understand of the market anyway um rentals weren't provided by mom and pop shops because con- the condo in- industry wasn't that popular back then no. they didn't have the legal framework of condos it was more um what was it the the other way? Uh, not H. Uh, what are they called again? Oh, I don't know why it escapes me. I'm I'm not sure. The the, the uh, not condo ownership where you own shares in the building. Oh, co uh, co co-ops. Uh, co-ops, co-ops, yeah, right. Co-ops, and yeah. they weren't as they, they weren't really, that many towers back then. Anyways, that's what I mean. I mean, in '84, I, mean. I remember coming down Young Street. You know, Young and Eglinton. <laughs> Hello, Dude, there was one tower there. Yeah, there was nothing. <laughs> you know, like no offense to Drake out there, but like I don't think Drake made Toronto. I think he was at the right place, right time. He was a product of Toronto because yeah. of all the immigration that happened. Right, the hype. Raptors yeah. started getting better. Everybody started getting better. So I don't think Drake. Is oh, the guy who get some map. slack yeah, here. It's the other way around, right? <laughs> you can disagree in the comments, whatever you want. But ultimately, I think that Toronto's been uh, uh, growing, growing, growing to a better place. Uh, so, but before that, it was a slow city. I yeah. remember it being sleepy, and yeah. there weren't as many high rises. The co-ops didn't. Re- some of them didn't allow rentals, so you're stuck with purpose-built rentals. People that like funds institutions yeah. that buy hundred-unit buildings and make all rentals, and you go to an apartment. That's why. 
apartments were handling the rental yeah. market. Yeah. Now, because of the condoizing of all these places, because there's no more land to build, like everything that's being constructed out there, majority is all condo, mm-hmm. right? Like you're not going to be able to buy a freehold property anymore unless you go really in the far outskirts. So the rental supply has been shifted to the, the uh, mom and pops. The, I shouldn't say mom and pops, it's individual owners, I should say. Yeah. The retail investor. So I, I think it's getting harder and harder for that to actually happen and to be built. So there's going to be you know, more supply of, uh, of renter, uh, more yeah. demand, more, more, a bigger pool of renters out there. So it's not gonna and the landlords are pushing the envelope. I had one, she, well, she resides in New York, so I don't know if she had a distorted view of the rent prices, but she had a one plus one convert into a large one bedroom. She spent a lot of money in the renovation. That was the motivation factor for her. She wanted three grand for it. Right. And it's- Did she get it? I don't know. No, I'm not right. sure. Yeah. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I've seen stuff go from, you know, a little less, but, you know. Yeah, and the cost of um, the real estate itself- that's another thing, right? Like all the upgrades that you put into it or you buy new, like, you know, like all the factors I said before, why real estate goes up in price. Um, that the, the landlords want to recoup that, right? Otherwise they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Builders wouldn't build if the rental market wasn't where it was because there's mm-hmm. no profit involved. Mm-hmm. Buyers wouldn't purchase it because there's like, you're just yeah. losing money yeah. every month, yeah. right? Um, so I, I just think that rental rates can't come down. I just don't think it will. Okay. Yeah. Is that? <laughs> well, well, we'll see. We'll see Unless it's happens. like a net decreasing population. Yeah. Like if you're, um, like for example, Detroit, for example, right? They're a shrinking population. They've been for a while since the mm-hmm. auto industry left that um, that area. But it kind of rebuilt a little bit. Maybe, you maybe did. Oh, yeah. I'm just throwing that as an example. Yeah. That's what I know. But like, yeah. I'm sure there's other parts of the world or this country even for that matter that are declining in population. Mm-hmm. Now, those places don't, aren't afforded the same opportunities that we are here as investors, as landlords, as even as tenants mm-hmm. here because we're a growing population. There's a lot of good things with that. You know, as a resident of Toronto, you get all the wonderful things like sirens out there all the time. Yeah, that's, you also get that's, uh, <laughs> no, you got to get used to that. That's white noise. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's also a benefit too. If you're an aging person, maybe you want to have, be around good hospitals and good, good healthcare. Yeah. Right. And then there's, you know, good restaurants and all these cool things that pop up. Mm-hmm. Blog to as much as everyone knows, I hate them. The thing is, they're the ones providing good news because yeah, they, they're the ones, like, first of all, they get paid for advertising, but the ones that are actually good journalism, they're actually showing what's coming out in Toronto because yeah. of all the density that's happening, because of all the people that are here. And, you know, we're a human species. We survive on, on our network. Yeah, on literally socialism. just yesterday yeah. on Blog TO, I just saw that they were doing the uh, outdoor theater at yeah. Corktown Commons. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I just yeah. went there. They're very yeah. active on Instagram. They're so I see cool. they're doing so some pretty cool videos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, like they're a product of, first of all, advertising, but also of the, the wonderful things that density is providing Toronto, mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. Right? And all these cool little things that you wouldn't get in small towns. Yeah. So, um Anyway, that's that. There comes to a point where it get like depending on your family situation, it might get too much. It might be getting too suffocating when it becomes too dense. Mm-hmm. That's an individual choice. But overall, I think the people like it. People adjust over time. I mean, right now, I find there's a little bit of um, adjustment. People are very protective of their space. But you know, look at New York, and then you know, I just, like I said, I do a lot of. Uh, people coming from India right now, yeah. and we we're just laughing it up. But with those guys, are like, did these guys feel like they can breathe here? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That webinar I we're mean, talking about, know, right? Remember ridiculous. what that guy said? He said, yeah. "You can cross the street and people will stop for you." Yeah, I right? just listened to that. There's yeah. like, for 30 meters back. He was they shocked. Will stop and motion. And he, was he was shocked. shocked. That's yeah. crazy. Whereas but, over there, like it's a game of chicken. No, it's like, it's hey. the streets are filled. You know, I was just talking to a couple of guys. They're from Bombay, I think. And it's like 
the population is ridiculous, like yeah. ridiculously. In the ridiculous. size landmass that we have of Canada, you don't have, have thirty privacy. million people yeah. in their little city. Yeah, that's crazy. There's no privacy, and here you still do. But you know, I can see people still, you know, walking on the sidewalks. It's like you know, flexing because the other guy's taking too much room. <laughs> They're not used to walking around each other yet like they do in New York and those other places. Get used to it. It's happening in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think it's one thing's common. We all love Toronto. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We're all Toronto advocates and uh, it's, that's what we do. We deal with housing for people that love Toronto. Mm-hmm. So anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, if you like what you saw or you like what you listened to, please consider subscribing and following us on all the social media links that we provide below in the show notes. Thanks for watching. Anything last closing comments? Nope. No. No, uh, I mean, Kayvon's killing it. Yeah, thank you for coming today. Thank you very uh, much. I appreciate actually, it. I'm the one that takes his paperwork coming in. Yeah. And I see he does like at least two leases a week. So Usually on a good time. No, month, you have yeah. streaks where yeah. you literally call it a home run where he does yeah. like a lease. Hat trick. A yeah. hat trick. Yeah. There you go. He's <laughs> one, Canadian. two, three in a couple days. Yeah. So he kills it. He kills it. I love that he's here. What do you yeah. mean? Thanks for coming in. You're part of the team. You got to come in, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm here. I'm right. nervous, but I'm here. No. Thanks for watching. <laughs> All uh, right. Catch you guys next time. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. I don't know.